What's up, everybody? Bobby Shortle here. Welcome back to the Monthly Reset Podcast. And of course, I'm joined by Mr. Justin Townsend. What's up? So, it was not, I don't know, two days ago, Justin, that we were hanging out at your house. We were sitting outside in your backyard, um, watching our children play on a playground. And you said, hey, when do you want to do the next Monthly Reset Podcast? And I said, I don't know. End of the month. (laughs) <laughs> and uh here we are it's uh not the end of the month it's the very beginning of the month but there was um some giant news i guess you should start out by saying um uh those of you who are watching justin and i and steve on the joe blow game show um that show is done <laughs> uh not for any nefarious reasons. It just uh, is, is not going to happen anymore. So we are going back, transferring everything back over here to the monthly reset. Um, we're going to pick off where, pick up where we left off. Um, you know, always doing a monthly show. And then stuff like this, which is kind of like an emergency pod, uh, we'll get thrown in there as well. Um, so uh, we um, are really doing this because they dropped this giant PS5 like announcement thing uh a blog post and a story in wired um and we want to talk about it because that's what we like to do and we were going to talk about it anyway so we might as well record it right here um i i I don't really not i didn't do it on purpose but we didn't really talk about it at all today except for like hey here's the blog post oh that's interesting and then that was it (laughs) pretty much yeah um which is weird for us um by the way if you're in the chat if you're watching please let me know if it sounds good if it looks good if there's any problems um and i'll try to fix those on the fly um if anybody is just like tuning in oh let me see what's going on uh this will be out in normal way like you will it will be on the podcast feed back on the monthly reset podcast feed and also on the talking comics feed um so you'll be able to find it very easily um so stay tuned for that. If you if you have to tune, I totally understand. Um, but 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 this is we're here. We're live. We're gonna try to do this every time we record it. We'll try to do it live. Um, uh, Justin, do you want to jump right in the PS Five news? We jump right in the PS Five news. This this is yeah, it's the it's the big that's the news. It's the news. Yeah. We might talk a little about the games we've been playing at the end, just because we might do that. Um, so Justin, do you have the uh, the story in front of you? Yeah, I have IGN's version of it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, with that, they're a reputable source, so that's okay. Uh, I've heard of them once or twice. Yeah, they tend to be in, in places. Um, so let's just let's talk about the facts. First of all, what did Sony announce today? Sony has announced that the PS5 will be released during holiday 2020. Uh, so that's the, the main thing is like, Hey, we knew this is coming. It actually got announced for holiday 2020. So that's locked in just like the X, the next, whatever Xbox Scarlet. I did like that Jim Ryan said in the post, because this was written by like the head of PlayStation, I guess like he's credited as writing it. I don't know if he actually wrote it, but he's credited as writing it. Um, he said like, look, we know that a lot of this probably is not really a secret at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we just want to get it out there so it, it's not people don't have to like think don't have to conjecture on it anymore this is what's happening which seems to be like the new i guess method the new marketing method for these companies is to be like i don't like it look you know it's happening so we're just gonna talk about it like that's kind of like well, no, the, I, the, the, the vibe I, I like that but it seems like these companies have gotten completely away from everybody all aboard the hype train yeah, you want the pomp and circumstance. You want the, like, like... You know, the PlayStation 4 reveal was, like, a cool event. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what the console looks like. This right. is... Or, no, I'm sorry. They didn't show the, what the console looked like. This is what the controller looks like. Here are a demo of a couple of games. Still waiting on Deep Down. Did they not but show like, the box at the reveal? They did not. They did oh, not oh. show the box. Interesting. Okay. Xbox did. When they, they did, right? When that's they why... I, I guess that's yeah. why in my head I was thinking that, that they, they had... Uh, yeah, but they, you know, like that was, it was like a big deal. Like a, a console announcement is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And like, I find it a little bit strange that they just basically on a random Tuesday were like, here's the press release, PlayStation 5, 2020. Mm-hmm. And they kind of did this right when they, even when they were just like, oh, hey, we're working on something new. There was like, uh, it was wired, right? Wasn't it wired that had like the exclusive, like they sat down with them and they like showed them the hard drive speed or whatever, and like was the, it Wired or was it Eurogamer? No, it wasn't Eurogamer. Um, it I, it was I thought it was Wired, and not the, Digital Foundry. No, Digital Foundry had the Xbox One. Digital Foundry is Eurogamer, but yes, <laughs> same thing. Um, yeah, they had the Xbox uh, One X uh, reveal stuff, but yeah, I remember that was like oh Wired. They think they the yeah, the the friendly knowledge of the point was like at that point was like oh Wired had the details. So PlayStation was like, well, we might as well get out in front of it. But this seems like they're just like, okay, we're just going to give the details now. Maybe because they've been kind of quiet for a while. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we'll get a big Xbox announcement at the end of the week or something like that. And PlayStation was just trying to beat Xbox or Microsoft to the punch. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, Microsoft, the only thing I know about Microsoft right now is they're launching that Project xCloud thing, which is like kind of like their like Stadia PlayStation Now-ish type thing um yeah. or it's going into test um but yeah i don't know i don't know so uh in that blog post what else was in that blog post justin or what so else they was talked about the, yeah they talked about um i'm just gonna pretty much read verbatim here uh revealed in a playstation blog post the console is officially called the playstation 5 the blog also reveals that the console's controller will feature two new key innovations haptic feedback which will replace the traditional rumble and adaptive triggers also will feature USB-C charging, a higher capacitive battery. It's going to be a little bit heavier than the DualShock 4, but still, they make a note here, still lighter than an Xbox One controller with batteries inside. Okay. Uh, Mark Cerny gets into it uh, a little bit more. Um, yeah, so they Mark did this Cerny Wired talk. article as well, and that's yeah, where they, Mark Cerny stuff got like a little deeper. Yeah, uh, I'm actually clicking on the Wired article as we speak, so now I'm on it. Um, if it ever decides to load, here we go. Um, uh, they spoke about the ray tracing thing that they had talked about before briefly. Everyone was wondering how that was going to happen, and it's apparently on the hardware side, not the software side. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talked about like the, what, what the SSD will allow them to do. Um, you know, they, they their big selling point when they first announced that they were making a next gen console 
was like, hey, we're getting rid of load times. And I think there right. was a demo of Spider-Man up where it just shows like them just flying through the city as fast as possible and everything loading in right away. Like, yeah, a thousand times faster than Spider-Man could even go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they get into the, you know, the nuts and bolts of that. But uh, they talked about being able to load games like you could choose to load a let's say like call of duty you could choose to load the all of call of duty you could choose to load just the campaign just the multiplayer you could choose to download everything and then just delete the campaign to make more space uh and just leave the multiplayer there they also were starting to mention being able to um on the dashboard like jump straight into a like a multiplayer match from the dashboard yeah they were talking Um, about how the games one of the, I think one of the certainly it's just like a paraphrasing, but he said kind of was the games load incredibly fast, but they also want you to be able to see things without launching the game. So the dashboard, like you said, will be much more interactive. Like, oh, I see Justin is in in a match right now, or or you know whatever. Like in in a game of Borderlands, I can just hit this button and it will launch me into the game and into his game immediately. Yeah. So here we go. It's this is uh, what Cerny was saying. Even though it's fairly fast to boot games, we don't want to see the player having to boot up the game, see what's up, um, and go from there. Multiplayer game servers will provide the console with a set of joinable activities in real time. Single player games will provide information like what missions you could do and what reward, rewards you will receive for completing them. And all of those choices will be visible in the UI. As a player, you could just jump into whatever you like. So, I mean, that's an interesting thing. Like, you know, for some reason, right away, I started thinking of like an Assassin's Creed game. Uh, like, let's say Odyssey, for instance. Like, Odyssey takes a while to load up. So, it'd be interesting if, like, I knew, like, hey, this is the name of the mission that I was going to do last night. And I could just instantly load into that mission, skipping the title sequence, the, all those loads, and just get right into gameplay. Yeah, there were some fascinating things in that Cerny uh, interview, like the like the how the sausage gets made type stuff that like always fascinates me. Like they talked about because the drives in the current consoles are super super slow. I don't I don't know the Xbox One X. I don't know if it's as slow as the other drives. I don't I, I don't I don't know, but they are fifty four hundred RPM drives, which are like slow ass like laptop drives and and not the kind of drives that are made to stream and you know uh run like really high-end video games right um which we are seeing now yeah um and he mentioned something about spider-man how uh there was a ton of repeated data on in the executable because when the hard drive had to go and seek what it was looking for, they were trying to cut down on the latency between when it would find and when it would deliver the info. So there was like, it said like 400, uh, like, um, something like 400 data duplicated items on the hard yeah, drive on the hard drive. Um, which is, which is a crazy thing. Right. And they, they talk about how with the SSD that'll change because it's going to be streamlined. It's going to go like, almost immediately, right, um, very quickly, and they showed that in, the, in those older demos. Um, what I think is fascinating about, not fascinating, but cool about the being able to jump into things bit is that right now, and th- they have that somewhat on that PlayStation dashboard, like if you see some, some games will have that, like, oh, this person's in a session, like if their game is public, you can just join them, right? But 
it loads slowly. It doesn't, you know, it, 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 you have to like pull down on the game to see it. And, and sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it's not there. They, they're very inconsistent. And I, I hope this is something they'll change. Inconsistent about like, sometimes when you invite somebody in a game, it's in game. And sometimes you have to go out to a PlayStation like notification screen to join a game. And that stuff is slow, especially if you're playing, I don't know, call of duty, <laughs> which takes seven and a half years to get in and out of menus. Once you're, once you've loaded the game up. So if that, if stream is all streamlines, all that, that's very cool. Um, the, the controller thing, um, I'm very wary of like calling rumble something else and it's claiming it's going to be different. Like haptic is a cool idea and it has cool functions and it, and it can be much more um, precise, right? Then rumble, it can give you actual like tactile, you know, dif- differentiating feedback. Would but, you like them to call it HD rumble exactly. instead? But that's what I mean. It's just like, like, okay, like, is it really going to be that much different? Or are developers really going to, like, discreetly program, like, these different things? Is it going to, like, other, you know, is it going to, are they going to make it easy for that to happen with some sort of, like, middleware solution? You know, I don't know. It's it's a cool-sounding thing. The, going back to the, like, reactive triggers thing, which they used to do, like, I'm assuming it's something like they usually do in, like, um, like, the analog triggers they used to have, like, in... Uh, like the old days where it's like, you know, the, the, the amount you're pressing and stuff really matters. Yeah. And yeah. The, the article here talks about adaptive triggers that offer varying levels of resistance. So it can make you feel like pulling a bowstring. Um, right. It, it, like the intention increasing as you pull the arrow back or make a machine, a machine gun feel a lot different than a shotgun. Um, they Didn't say the you'll, you'll notice this a lot. In- have that like the, like the first iteration of the Xbox one controller have that there was something with like i remember them saying something about that at the beginning but i don't remember but anyway go ahead uh just i mean that type of stuff i mean um they got hands-on with it um they say that they played um astrobot rescue mission in vr and this person ran a character through a platforming level featuring numerous different types of surfaces all which gave a distinct and surprisingly immersive tactile experience sand flint felt slow and soggy uh mud felt uh mud felt slow and soggy on ice a high frequency response made the thumbsticks really feel like the character was gliding and then he also goes into he played some gran turismo sport and came away impressed with the way that the the new triggers felt that's very that's cool i just want to say thank you to andy for the for the follow and thank you to leets goza for the follow um, as well so thank you for that um yeah so w- holiday 2020 fast hard drive cool new things on the controller as far as like rump the haptic feedback and the, d- the kind of adaptive triggers um and these kind of quick start things from the dashboard um are you uh, comic book Cody. Thank you for the follow. Um, are you excited, um, about the things they've announced? Um, are, are also, are you excited about in which we talked about a little bit at the very beginning, but are you excited about in which the way they announced them? I think it would be a lot better just announcement wise. If 
they had done this and shown it. I mean, it, well, you know, it's it's how are you going to show a controller? It's like yeah. VR. How are you going to show the way a controller feels? Right. So in that way, does it really matter? Not yeah. really. What would be, what would matter most to me is seeing the way that load times work. Like, mm-hmm. load me up Destiny and show me how long it takes to fly to planet <laughs> to planet. Yeah. Um, that would make a mark on me, and I'm sure we're going to see those things. Yeah. Um, I am very ready for next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean we've been playing borderlands three and the menu system is excruciatingly slow. I, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? I I feel like at the end of the last generation, obviously the games hit a wall, like visually and and stuff like that. But I wasn't like this. It wasn't like, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like basic quality of life features went down the toilet, you know, and we're not playing on base PS4s. We're playing on PS4 Pros, you know. Um, I hear it's worse uh, on, the, on the base P- PS4. Um, like, there, has been sev- there have been several games this year that have felt like this, that have felt like they've been slow to load into, they've, been, they've had slow menus, they've had bad performance, and, it, and it, it's, I, I just feel like I don't understand. Like, what you're making, you're making these um for this console generation like there's a pc scoop but that's always been the case right so i don't i don't understand and so yes maybe it's just like the it's like the 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 idea like the conspiracy of like oh they make your iphone run slower before the new one comes out so you want to buy the new one like are they just like make we don't care if these games run well anymore we want to make people go god i need a new box (laughs) like that's what it feels like to me it feels like, and I'm not the most technically savvy person in the world when it comes to this stuff, but I mean, the PlayStation 3 ran for, what, eight years? And mm-hmm. that was running on their own custom GPU. Yeah. Um, and at the end, yeah, you're right. Like, it, we didn't have these menu systems, but I don't think games are as nearly as complex. Like, I mean, the PlayStation 3 didn't even have party chat. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so when they made the PlayStation 4, as I understand it, the the hardware that they locked in was already behind the times when they locked it in. It just felt like such a big leap for console gamers because we were coming off seven and eight years of the previous consoles. From the rumors that I'm reading now about what these systems are going to do, it is supposedly, and I mean, quote, supposedly, the largest leap in a console uh, generation jump. So... It should be interesting. Like, you know, I got, if I have to try and load in to upgrade flack a couple more times, it's like, I just save my points. Cause I'm like, it's, it's just not worth it. I'm going to spend three minutes trying to do this. Yeah. Like I will talk a little about borderlands in a minute, I think, but the, I go into the menu and it's so slow. It loads up and then I'll get slightly impatient and I'll click like the right bumper one too many times and it takes me past the screen in which I want to be on. And yeah. then, and I'm like, I just want to quit. <laughs> I just want to stop. Cause it's going to take another five seconds for it to go back to the other menu. Um, and you're in your menus a lot. So I, I it's just, it's, it's a crazy thing to me. I, I hope it gets fixed. And I, um, you know, and th- that this fast hard drive fixes a lot of these issues. I would imagine it would. Um, but yeah, I mean, he talked about the jump. They, they've mentioned like, I guess they showed like prototypes of the controller and there's 
like these rumors that it has a microphone built into it. There's gonna be some sort of like um, like a voice assistant, um, y- you know, uh, which like I-, I guess like that fe- that feels like a generation ago, you know. But not that everything we own doesn't have a voice assistant, but just for like a console, I I don't feel like it's a, it's a useful item. Um, there's been rumors like it's they're gonna come with like higher quality cameras and, and stream, like be more stream focused as well, have more streaming features and more focused streaming features. I would think um, that was, it would have to be, yeah. it would have to be a focus of the next consoles is to yeah. have streaming just completely built into the console. I mean, they do now, right? It but it, but it's like, yeah, I mean, but like it, it was, that was something they, they, I think that they added on mm. near the ends of that thing's, um, development cycle and i bet a lot of it is geared towards streaming yeah i mean and uh by the way andy says we need more flops we absolutely need we definitely need more they haven't more talked terrible. about teraflops so i'm not sure how powerful this thing really is yeah microsoft i think talks about it a little bit in there microsoft it, talks about their teraflops all the <laughs> yes. time um yeah i, I want to see what the box looks like but more than that really like i want to see what the interface looks like i want to see what it actually looks like how it moves how much does it look like the ps4 interface because the ps4 interface like never changed it basically it works though it added folders it does work absolutely so i'm but that's why i'm curious what the ps5 interface looks like i think Um, i think they are going to do a refresh mm -hmm. um i can't i don't remember what article i read it in but they they had talked about like hey this hasn't changed in forever Uh um the ray tracing stuff seems interesting. I like, right. I don't really understand. Like I can see the difference when good ray tracing is on, uh, watching control streams, but how that stuff is going to work on a console that you buy at the store. I have no idea. We have no idea how expensive this box is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're able to obviously make like custom chip chips and custom cards and, and try to, and try to, um, you know, squeeze power in ways that uh, that PCs and stuff don't have to because they know exactly what each piece of the box is going to be used for at all times because it's a closed system, you know. So I'm sure they're going to be able to create something. Um, uh, Andy says blades. That's the right interface. The blades um, did did love the blades on the Xbox 360. I loved the blades. They should they have kept great. them instead of going to whatever nightmare they went to. It was the only fast interface they've ever had. Um, well, they went to that new Xbox experience thing, which was like the they had the avatars on it, and it had, it was the first time they had like the separate screens for different like things. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm. I, I want to see how much it's going to cost. I want to see how it measures up to other the other box that's gonna that's gonna come out. The only thing for me is just, I just like I know that because you have a sickness for trophies, there's no way you're going to change consoles no, no matter what. So, um, I think, I think I'm going to be stuck buying a PlayStation five. I think you're going to buy a PlayStation five because they're the company that puts out the best exclusives. This, I, yes. I mean, I, yes, I'm, I'm going to buy a PlayStation five anyway. I'm going to have all of them. She's going to blame me for it, <laughs> but I'm talking about like primary is. console. Yes. Well, um, I guess we'll see what ha- I guess we'll see what happens. When do you think the next time we, when do you think we actually see the console? E three, 
would be my guess. You think E three? You think that you they think they wait that long? To show the box, maybe I, I think they do something else in between, maybe that's like that's like that PlayStation reveal event where we see the thing we see games, we see working, you know, things. But I I, I feel like that's a good save because who it's a it's a splashy announcement, but it's not that big of a deal, you know. Um so um I I think that's probably where, where we see it. I mean, maybe with, we, they, they did an event beforehand, but I don't know. I don't know if that's something that they do. Give me a um, launch date prediction. A launch date prediction. Okay. Everyone's saying um, PSX, by the way, for the box review. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do. I don't, if they don't go to E3, they're having a, a PSX. Yeah. Um, and Alejandro is asking, will they show up at E3? I think this year they're at E3. I, yeah, I, I think I they think show so as well. Um, I think they honestly didn't show up last this year because they would just have shown the exact same things they shown the 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 previous two years, and and I just don't think that they that that, that would have been worth it for them. Uh, a release date. Um, so, can I look at? I gotta look at what the days of the week are next year. I'm um, already there in November. So oh, so you're gonna choose November. It's a hundred percent November. They said holiday. If it was if it was September or October, they would have said fall. It I'm is, going October. It is a hundred percent November. October is not they, holiday. It's not. Sure it is. No, it's not. It's, 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 <laughs> it's that entire October, November, December is all holiday. No, October is fall. They would have said they're going to want to try and get as many weeks as they can before Black Friday. I don't. I honestly don't think they care. I mean, I, I think that as long as they're out by then, they're fine. My guess is... When did the PS4 release? Let's see. My guess I'm is, almost is definitely November. 100% November. PS4. November 15th, 2013. You're yeah. right. And then the PS3 was also in November. Um, I think you have to go back to PS2 to not be in November. I thought it was October. No, it's November. I'm still going. I'm still going to stick to my guns. I'm still saying October. I'm going to say November 13th. Ooh, that's a good day. November 13th. Um, it's a Friday. Um, that's my guess. November 13th. I will say, I will say October. I'll say October 23rd, a Friday. I'm going to be be very excited to see you be wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. The only mind. console, the only major console that's launched outside of November in the last two generations was the Switch, which launched in March. So it's not even like a close, <laughs> not even a close one. The, the Wii, the PS3, the Xbox 360, the um, the PS4, the Xbox One, the Wii U, all launched in November. Andy says, October is fall, unless you're considering Halloween as the holiday. <laughs> I just think of that entire month for in game sales as all like holiday time. Like, oh, you're releasing it in the holiday time. Like, No, because I think that I really do think they would have said fall if they met October or September. Because I think when they say holiday, they're talking about like the Thanksgiving, Christmas like window, of of time. Um, that's my guess, anyway. Um, I also think possibly the twentieth. Um, that either the thirteenth or the twentieth is my guess. I would 
think the 13th more than the 20th, but we'll see. But I think the 20th is cutting it close. Um, God, it's so far away. It's literally a year. It's going to go by in like a blink of the eye. That's <laughs> how um, time works, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got a lot and we got a lot of games to play before that comes out. It's not even like it's yeah. a dry it's not it's going to be like it's going to be a dry year. <laughs> no, it's not. We have it's an not. onslaught of games coming. Yeah. Um though I, I wonder and I I don't think I'm I don't think that I'm going to do this too much, but I, I definitely think they're going to they're going to be games next year where I'm like yeah, if I'm not super like need to play it right now, maybe I'll just wait to see if it comes out on the next gen, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, there's know, definitely going to be that. games that do that. Well, I mean, the PS5 they already said is totally backwards compatible, right? So, um, but my question is, does that mean like does it just like look like a PS4 game on your PS5, or is the is the power going to be leveraged right to make it run a little smoother? I would not upper- think. I would think that games coming out. Let's just say. Let's just pick. The latest game that I know coming out next year is in May. Let's just say Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. So May to November, I would think that they have to have had a dev kit in there and be like, okay, if you play the game on, the, if you play the game on a PS5 or you know a Scarlet or whatever, you're getting these enhancements right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I just don't know. Uh, It'd be crazy not to. Yeah, except. I mean, I don't think, here's what I don't think. I mean, I don't, and we, Phil Spencer has already kind of said this, but and uh, for for the Xbox side, but like uh, the, you know, the, what's it called? The games that you buy, if you buy the Avengers, right, let's say on PS4, and then the, there is a PS5 skew of the Avengers, like is Sony going to make you buy <laughs> like the PS5, version of avengers to play that like quality you know yeah it's gonna be weird i don't know i just don't i don't i don't know um but it's a crazy news to drop on a random tuesday morning on uh in in october so that's something um it was good news the the bad news doom eternal got delayed until march of next year which sucks but good thing March uh, is empty. Uh, yeah. Good thing. Good thing. End of February through beginning of mid April isn't full of games. So there you go. Um, not sure that right now isn't full fine. of games. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about the, uh, not that right now isn't full Doom, of games. You know either. what? Doom was the last one though. Like Doom was the last release before Christmas, like big marquee release. It so if you're going to release November. a game, it was like November 20th? 20th or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So there was nothing really. We, I mean, we did this on the other podcast. There was yeah. nothing really coming out in December. No, there's not. Um, so, but maybe stuff will come out on Apple Arcade, Justin. Man, <laughs> I like phone game. I like phone games. What's happening to me? <laughs> so yeah. Um, moving on to some other talking about some games. Apple Arcade launched. Um, with iOS 13, and it's a 4.99 a month subscription service. First month is free, and there's something like 65 games at launch. They said 100 by the end of the year. Um, this it's similar to Game Pass. You know, it, it, it's a, a bunch of games. You go into the App Store. It has its own section. You click Get. It downloads, and it you play it just like a normal game. There's no like launcher for them. The only thing that's similar about them is that they all launch with an, an arcade you know, um, title screen when they, when they first come up. Um, 
I'm going to look at my phone, Justin. Um, I will say, uh, really, really, really worth it. Um, uh, so far, what do you think? I've played, I don't know, in my lifetime, an hour or two of, of phone games. I think I have like 15 hours in Grindstone right now. So yeah, for me, Apple Arcade has been totally <laughs> worth it. Um, it's surprisingly robust. Like mm -hmm. Overland is a game that you could buy on, I think, Epic right now for like 25 bucks. And it just comes with this. And mm -hmm. there are people who say like, oh, it's their preferred way to play the game is to just play it there. And I, I played like an hour or two of that and just found out I just or was reminded of how awful I am at strategy games. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've really fallen for this game grindstone and I've downloaded, I'll say about 15 games that I've just mm -hmm. been excited to do. Like I really want to play what the golf and just haven't gotten there yet because every time I look down, I'm trying to complete every challenge and every level of this game grindstone, which is like a I'm trying to think, um, what was the best way to describe that? Not a match three, but no. But if you, but so like Candy Crush ish. It's a vertical board, right? You hold the phone vertically, and you're this like Viking man, <laughs> and you drop into like this, let's call it arena or whatever. And I think what is it? Is it is it like six by six? What is it? No, it's longer than that. It's the the down is longer. The stages than that. get much. The stages get much bigger. Yeah, so there, it's like a, it's, you have these monsters, a grid-based grid thing, all these monsters all around you, and they're all different, they're different colors, um, so there's like a blue set of monsters, and a yellow set of monsters, and a purple, and a whatever, and an orange, and um, you can chain together uh, attacks on the same color of monster, so if you can make a path, either, you know, vertically, horizontally, or diagonally, um, through this grouping of monsters, you can make a chain um, and get a bunch of them. And it, each level takes a certain amount of them to get out of the level. So there's like a, do a locked door. You, you get a certain amount. Like it starts out at like 30, then it goes up to 45, and then it's like 75 by the time I finish like the first 30 levels or whatever. There's something like that. I'm at 100 um, right now. Okay. So, uh, but the other part of it is if you can get 10 of the same color um, in one shot, it drops the grindstone, which is a gem that will allow you to change colors. So you can, basically you could do like, okay, here I did six of the greens and then, oh, I got to the grindstone, which falls in the middle of the level. Now I can switch from the, I click on, I can swipe over that and switch from the green to the yellow and do a whole, like do, you know, 10 of those. And then, Oh, look, there's another grindstone over here and I can switch with that. I can, you know, um, what was the longest chain you ever had? 35, 35. I think I got like 32 or something like that. And then the, the bigger, um, the bigger, the chain, the bigger, the stone that falls out of the sky or whatever. And it doesn't really change anything for you in game, but they become like a currency that, that you collect. So, um, and there are, there are more than one objective. You, all you have to do to beat a level is just get the number of monsters, kill the number of monsters it asks you to. But there are secondary objectives in every level that you can use to unlock different kinds of currency. And you eventually unlock blueprints where you can get different like, armors, get some armors and, weapons. and weapons and stuff like that. It, it gets pretty uh, complicated as, as you go along. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's great. It's great. It, you know, at first I was playing it. I'm like, this is really simple. This is why I hate phone games. 
And I mean, now it's taking me about or like some of the more complicated levels take me upwards of like 20 minutes to figure out like the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super enjoyable. Um, what's nice about the arcade is there's, you pay the five bucks a month and there's no microtransactions, no anything like that. It's just, Hey, here's the game, download it, play it offline, play it. If you know, if you're on an airplane and it's just nice, it's nice to like look down and be like, Oh cool. Something else came out that I'm, I want to take a look at. And you know, not all of them are bangers, yeah. but for five bucks a month, like I could just hand my phone to drawer and be like, here, here's something <laughs> new for you to play. Leave me alone for a little while while I'm, while I'm driving. And there's um, nothing that he can ask you to buy him within the games, which yes. is also good. Which is very Cause good. Because I've been, I've literally seen him cajole you into buying him <laughs> uh, microtransactions. Pokeballs for Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, the no microtransactions is, is great because it make it, that you don't ever feel like you're bumping into those layers, the, those the barriers. I mean, I've been playing a game called Card of Darkness. I played a lot of Grindstone. I'm playing a game called Card of Darkness, which is... Um, it's made by the guy who made Spell Tower, and then the art is by the Adventure Time person. So it's like Adventure Time art, um, looking looking game, but it's not it's not in that universe. Um, and basically, what you do in that, it's another like grid based sort of like dungeon type game. But you you go into this dungeon, and there are there are rows of cards, and all you have to do is make your way from the entrance to the staircase. Um, but you can only see the top. The, 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 uh, the top card in like these piles um, and you can't see the next what's in the next pile of cards until you've uh, like taken down a couple of cards on the adjacent pile um, and those cards can either be like health they can be you can pick up a weapon or they can be enemies um, and the enemies all have like damage ratings it's very simple like the way the interface goes like it's like okay I have a sword okay that is a, like a six so anything um, that's a six or below won't do any damage to me because I have this sword, right? It's, it's like kind of like a sword slash shield in, in, a, in a lot of ways. Um, but if you use your six sword, like your, your sword that's rated a six against an enemy that's a five, the sword will break because you can only use it against evens if it's a six or whatever. Like you know, if it's a two, only against evens, blah, blah, blah. If it's an odds against odd numbered enemies. So you still won't take any damage, but your sword will be gone. Um, and there are enemies that do different kind of effects, like ones that were like will poison you if it, if you, if they do any damage to you. Ones that like every turn that they don't get killed, they gain health, uh, they gain attack power. So they can go from a, a two to a twenty six by the time the the like your round is over. Um, which isn't a big deal as long as you don't go after that pile of cards because you don't have to clear every pile out to to get to the end. You just have to carve a path to the end of of, of your level. Um, uh, and uh, it's fun. It's very everything is it's randomized, right? So all the de- everything you get in the dungeon at one point will be randomized. So there are times where you're just like hosed. Like I, I like I. I I imagine there's a way that if you're very good at the game that you can get around these things. But for me, I've definitely come up times where I'm like, well, I'm just going to die. So let me click, 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 and I die, and I start the dungeon over again, and it re-rolls the cards. Um, it's not a roguelike, so it's you don't lose all your progress. And in fact, any money you make in, in a dungeon, even if you die, you keep that money, and you can use that money to buy upgrades. Um, some of the dungeons have multiple floors. Though. Some of them have like four floors. So if you get to level four of the dungeon and you die... 
you have to start over at level one. Um, it can be a little bit frustrating, and I've gotten to a point where it's gotten very hard because <laughs> there's like a ton of different enemies do a ton of different different status effects and there are these weapons now that are super powerful there are these swords that are super powerful and they do a lot and they, and they protect you from a lot but every time you hold one of them you take damage every every turn it's like a flaming sword that's interesting so, so there's like a mechanic to now like that breaking mechanic is actually great or needed because you can like, okay, I'll take it. I got a level 10 sword. I'll take out this 10 enemy, but okay, there's a nine right here. Let me just use it and break the sword. So I don't take any more damage. Um, it, it, it's got a lot of strategy. It's a cool game um, for sure. I've definitely enjoyed it, but I get, it get, can get very frustrating. Um, I played some what the golf, which is, which is neat. It's funny. I have to play more of it. Um, I played, I started playing Sayonara wild hearts on the phone. Um, but how I didn't, far did you make it on the phone? not very far, like two or three levels. Right, I, I just didn't it. like, I tried to play with my controller and it's like, it was good, but it's so small, you know? Um, and then I didn't like the swiping mechanics on the, on the phone. You have to change the swiping mechanics to allow like wider swipes. I forget what they call it. But when I first played, I was like, this is impossible. I can't move to the left or right at all. Once mm -hmm. I changed that, I was able to get in there and be all like, I got, I think I got up to the fourth or fifth stage only ever getting bronze because I'm bad mm. at those types of things, but <laughs> it's visually really, really nice. Um, yeah, and I like the music a lot. Too. Good soundtrack. Yeah, very good soundtrack. Um, great soundtrack. But I, but uh, the new Mac operating system, Catalina, just came out, and with that, they added Apple Arcade to the Mac. So I yesterday I sunk my PS4 controller with my Mac and played it on my on my Mac, and that was way better. It was way easier for me to do it that way. Um, and I got like, like, you know, four or five levels in last night, just playing a little bit and, and uh, getting like silver and gold ranks. So that was, that felt okay <laughs> um, to be, to be on that level. Um, it's a very cool service. I have a bunch of other games downloaded that I haven't really even tried. Like Ent Exit the Gungeon, I have downloaded. Overland, I have downloaded. Um, Mutazone, I have downloaded. Neocab, Cricket Through the Ages. So... Um, my wife has been playing Assemble with Care, which is like a, you like fix things. Uh, yeah. and she, she really likes it a lot. So, um, it's cool. And, and, and if you, you know, if you have a, the, like if you have people in your family on iOS, it just, it's all shared. So you don't have to have more than one subscription to do it, which is cool. Definitely um, worth it so far. At definitely least. worth it. Definitely, so far. Yes. Def definitely, definitely worth it. Um, the only other thing we really am playing is. Well, I've been playing Link's Awakening. It's adorable and awesome. Um, I don't have too much more to say about it. When, when we actually record again and I finish it, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, we've been playing Borderlands 3. We have. A lot of Justin, it. Justin, you were very, very, very excited to play Borderlands 3. I was. After, I don't know, what do you think? We played for 20 something, 20 hours? Has it been that long? Andy, has it been that long? I guess. <laughs> And he's like, it feels like it's been 80 hours. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's been like what? We, we've played like, like what? Maybe it's maybe 15 hours. I'll I say like, like, a, like, uh, 15 like hours. five or six sessions, probably like two or three hours a session. Yeah, you're right. Guess. So I'm guessing like 15 hours. Um, uh, after being, s looking forward to it so much, how are you feeling right now? Mixed feelings. Um okay. I think the game, and I, I told you this the other day, is really uneven. Um, 
Andy says 100% it's been that long. Um, no, he said 100 plus. I think it's like 100, 100 plus, plus hours. hours. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the game feels uneven to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think they really nailed the way the game feels. Um, I think the, the I think the running, the gunning, the shooting, it all feels great. It took a little bit to get used to, um, but we were playing a level the other night where we were in a low gravity setting and we were jumping around shooting stuff and the guns that I had were like super responsive and they all felt good to shoot. They felt good to run around. The movement felt good. The game's just too easy. It's just, <laughs> you know, and like that's not like, oh, wow, I'm great at video games and, you know, this game is too easy for me. Like it's just we're encountering bosses with the three of us and the boss isn't even done with his monologue and we've rolled over him and he's dead. We, and- we did, a, we did a minute, we did like a side mission and like the, the, the person's like, I'm going to, I'm betraying you. I'm going to pop this giant enemy and, and it's going to be a whole thing. And then like the good person comes on the screen and is like, well, you got to make sure you take that thing. And before he had like finished a sentence of his, like his, like you got to fight this thing. We, the thing was dead. <laughs> And so, like, to me, it, that, that's why the game feels so weird. Because, okay, cool. Running, gunning, shooting all feels good. Powers. All right. We're all playing different classes. The abilities are neat. Like, your, your character's abilities, you're playing the siren. They're the siren, cool. Yeah. They're visually yeah. really, really, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They, it pops. Like, it's a cool-looking mm-hmm. ability. You grab people on this ball. These arms come up from the ground. They smash the enemy. At the same time, I'm throwing out my beast, and he's, like, becoming irradiated and becoming huge, and there's radiation everywhere, and Andy's got a clone that's throwing grenades, and it's mm-hmm. all awesome, but it's all completely wasted. Like, we don't need any of those abilities. I could just take any gun I have and just shoot a guy, and he dies. Yeah. So it feels yeah. like the game has this weird balancing issue where... It needs to be more difficult. The encounters need to be more difficult to make it feel like, okay, I've really got to think about how I'm using my abilities. I got to look at this skill tree and be like, okay, which of these abilities should I choose right now? Which one of these trees do I want to choose to go down? Because every character has three ability trees with all different Mm -hmm. abilities, all different passives. And um, for my character, three different pets that they could use. And I've only ever stuck with the one skag that mm-hmm. I'm using. Um, but like we are more than halfway. I'm level 25 now. Um, and I've read that most people get to around at level 40 when they end the game. But it just feels like the game's potential in gameplay is wasted, which is a problem because everything else about the game is just lame. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... The You're thing kinder that, to it than I than I than yes. me or Andy would be. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. The writing is bad. You know, it, it's it's it caters to a certain type of individual. Like, you have to like fart jokes. You have to like loud screaming noises. And as Andy said, does every person in this game just yell at the top of their lungs? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. There's a place for that in video games. I, I think what's sad is like some of the I think more clever stuff gets just kind of rolled off to the side. Like, you know, when you shoot enough dudes on fire, you'll like, you'll pop a, what used to be badass ranks in Borderlands 2. Um, and these ranks are like, they're called guardian ranks, but they're hidden until the end of the game, but you're still completing them. Like light these many mm-hmm. dudes on fire, light these many dudes with radiation, kill people with assault rifles. But if you light enough dudes on fire, like the name of that challenge is like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. 
which is like a clever little thing, but gets lumped into this giant Rick and Morty fart joke simulator, um, which <laughs> fine, whatever. I'm not paying attention to anything to do with the story, but I'm bored while playing it most of the time because it's like none of these encounters are particularly engaging. Now, I've yeah. read and heard that the end game content is where this game is at. The, um, it takes inspiration from the Diablo games instead of like, what do they call it in Diablo? Like torture mode or torment mode. Yeah. yeah um, like you get mayhem modes where it yeah. increases the difficulty exponentially and the encounters become much more engaging. But Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's taking us a long way to get there. And that's not even mentioning any of the performance issues the game has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think most of them have become like, kind of inoculated to except that the menu stuff still bothers me every time but there are times where we get into fights and just like my frame rate is just like nope how about how about no frames <laughs> but the weird part is for me those hang-ups where you will usually be about a second or two but they're random like yeah. we could be in a firefight with multiple huge enemies all of our specials or you know ultimates mm -hmm. going at once or abilities going at once guns a blazing and the thing purrs like a kitten and then yeah. i accidentally turned this corner too hard and i'm getting two seconds of five frames a second like it, it's yeah. just so random yeah um yeah i mean i think for me i'm i'm enjoying the powers and i think that as the tree the trees develop I think, like you said, there's some interesting stuff, and and like, the the additions to the powers uh, th that I had, um, are are great. Like the like the like, so thinking like I have this power, like Justin said, where um, this giant hand comes out of the ground and grabs an enemy, and the only enemies it can't really grab are bosses, um, but it will do damage in in the area even to bosses. But now it has like, um, now it grabs. It also like um, procs um, an elemental damage that whatever elemental damage I like it, it can be random, and then also a giant like I don't know like fist like comes out of the ground next to it and starts like like beating around where like the person is held up in the air. So any enemies around get like squashed, and it also takes extra damage from it. Um, and it's cool how it builds, right? And, and the powers have cool things. I think that. I, I think that the game in trying to it's obvious that those three trees are there because they want you they want to try to encourage you to play the game multiple times or keep playing it in the end game a lot and it gives you more it gives you more to upgrade as like the game goes on right so if you do these nightmare modes or whatever you have something you're putting points into right if you don't if you don't want to change characters but I, I think that by kind of like locking so many of its powers, because if you don't focus on one tree, like we're halfway through the game, I'm, I'm about to unlock the last, I put every single point into one tree. I'm about to unlock the last like ability on that tree, but I haven't maxed out all of the points on the, tr on, on the tree, right? So it's going to take me most of a playthrough, I think, to max out that tree there are all these other powers that if I play the game once, I'm never going to experience or see or have any sort, like you said, because there's no, because it's so easy, there's no challenge to be like, oh, maybe this power set I'm using right now is not the right one. Maybe I don't need to use the grippy 
hand thing. Maybe I need to use like my like my charge through ability or you know the I forgot the other ability she has, but like oh like the she's like a ground jumps in the air. She has all these arms. She's a, like a giant ground pound. Maybe I need that area of effect thing to to clear the, but that doesn't it doesn't challenge you to do that stuff. And I never feel like oh I'm losing out because I'm doing this what I think is like the like the heavy like combat tree or whatever attack tree. Um, I'm not lo- I'm not doing like the you know like the the more like health based tree because I don't need to or whatever you know. So um, I I think I think I think it's good to give people who want to play the game more than your thing like um you know a um something to do but i think that it it makes people who are going to play the game once which is most people feel like they're missing out on stuff also i think that for a game that has 50 bajillion guns like none of not there's only been a one or two guns that have been like super interesting to use yeah. I, I think a lot of them have just been like yeah some of them they have cool things but like i i feel like 50% of the cool things they do is I throw them after they're, you know, they, they use that, like you throw the gun to reload it, like kind of thing. And it either, it does something, um, trick. So I, we, we, we both have this kind of cool, like electric electricity orb gun now, which is neat. <coughs> but like, I, I feel like if your thing is there are a bajillion guns and we're crazy and wacky and they do cool stuff there should be more cool stuff that they do. I agree. I feel like yeah. in Borderlands 2, there were way more interesting guns in the early game. And I'm sure that when... My feeling is like the game is also going to be uneven because the it's going to be all backloaded. All right. the cool stuff is going to be at the end. And mm-hmm. that's where we're heading. And so we'll see when we get there. But, you know, as of right now, I'm, like, I'm still enjoying playing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we, we're we playing this. We get on. We bullshit. We, we talk. And then yeah. we, we shoot guns and do our best not to listen to whoever is screaming in our ear. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, it's... Um, you ask me how I feel like I guess I, like I'll, I'll say like I'm I'm I am disappointed um, mm-hmm. that could turn around when we get to the end game, but it's still not going to cure the the feeling of right now being bored out of my mind as we're playing just because it's like yeah. I'm going to shoot that guy that Bobby caught in this bubble and he's going to chain that. Oh, he's 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 dead. Or, he's dead already. I I, I guess mm-hmm. I'll just find more <laughs> money. There are there are times when we're playing that I'm like, I just use the power because I'm like, I. I just want to see it happen. Yeah. But there are times where like I try to catch somebody and before the hand could come fully out of the ground and lift them up, you and or Andy have killed the person. You know what I mean? It, it just happens so quickly. And we, we mentioned the, the, through the monologue thing, but like there have been two bosses that literally we have not seen their other, any of their mechanic. We didn't see any of their mechanics beyond like their first, like, okay, I'm going to just stand up here and shoot you for a second, like, thing. We just melted them so fast. Um, and we have had a couple of glitches. Um, that one and that one mission was really the only one that was like, okay, we got to, like, reload things in order to make this work. But, we like, one mission just wouldn't end. Like, we'd have to, like, we had to, like, we, we, we could have fast traveled, but we, but we went and finished out another mission, saw a cutscene, and so when we came back, it, like, I guess reloaded the state of the world. So we were able to finish it, but it was one of those things where the mission was just borked, which was, which was not fun. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been playing that. We're going to play more of it. Um, 
I feel feeling destiny is on our horizon. It's I think I feel like it's coming up fast on our horizon. Destiny's on the horizon. Um and then we got a bunch of single player games and stuff to play this so to come up. We 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 talked all about that on the on the on the other show. Um and uh I will say they they put a trailer finally for that Spec Ops mode in Modern Warfare. And it looks like Spec Ops. Though it looks like it's going to be more like um like those all those co-op missions sort of like strung together into larger sort of like yeah mini campaigns is what it seems like they said I think they said like six at launch or something like that and four on the way afterwards. That's um, got my attention. Oh, we played Gears. Sh- we did right. play Gears. Thank you, Andy. Um, I already forgot <laughs> that we played Gears. Um, it was fine. It was okay. It was fine. Music was, fine. was nice. Music was nice. There were some good moments. There were some. I feel like. The middle of the game, there were some interesting things that it was doing. And then I feel like a mix of the narrative kind of flattening out and then also really terrible technical <laughs> issues. Oh, God. Both yeah. like frame rate wise and just, that's right, just like frame rate wise and also just like we had in one night, I think we had three times we had to either close down the game and relaunch it because there was some crazy technical issue going on or like we had to reload checkpoints because I got, I got stuck in the world or one time I got tossed into a section. We walked through a door and my character got tossed into a section of the level that I wasn't supposed to be on and I couldn't get back from it. I was just thinking about that time we were driving through that tornado (laughs) and it lifted the, 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 our like a little skiff up And my character, as we're being flicked off the side of the stage, my in-game character just goes, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> and we just all die as Andy is a drone. Andy was a drone, that's right. In, in the Gears campaign, we played a three-player. Two people control humans, one person controls Jack, the robot. And you Which, hated it. You absolutely, you hated I it. I did hate it. And to be Andy, fair, I Andy played fell it, in love with it. I did, he did. To be fair, I played it in like the first mission, which was like, they had, he had no power. Yeah, <laughs> that just, was rough. <coughs> Andy got to, but yeah, Andy was like turned into a murder bot by the end of the by the end of the campaign. Yeah, that was it was fine. It was just fine. Um, I yeah, I don't know. They did, did some interesting stuff, and in a co op perspective, interesting stuff where like I was playing Cat or Kate, and it showed me things it didn't show the other players. Like, because I think having my perspective, which is cool in a way, but also I was like, this is weird. They should be seeing this <laughs> because this is like a big part of the game. Um, you and then you I were there Justin's to describe character. it to us. Yeah. Oh, then you've murdered my character. Yes. Murdered Thank you. Character. No spoilers. And no spoilers, but I murdered his character. Um, anyway, um, I think that's going to do it for this return uh, to the monthly reset. Um, follow us uh, on, on the socials at monthly reset. Um, and, uh, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. As you can see on our things here, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter, Justin at Barkley 76. Um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to try to do some more stuff. We're going to try to start streaming a little bit, uh, from here as well. Uh, the Joe blow streams will continue. Um, just the podcast is done, uh, for now. So we're going to keep going over here uh, on that and, uh, look for more from us. Um, but until then, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are watching. Until next time, be good to one another.